think first accepting that multiple truths can exist at the same time, mm. right? That we can be able to have the strength and the power and uh, all the things within us to overcome hard things, but also there are resources and avenues that can help us with it as well, mm. right? So prayer helps and therapy helps. Yes. Toughening it out helps and therapy helps. Yes. Right? When you recognize that it's not just all or nothing on one way or the other, I think then mm. you, op you open yourself up to this spectrum of, okay, I can try different things. We asked Reggie to tell us his why, you know, what, what makes him get out of bed every morning? And this is what he had to say. I envision a world that destigmatizes mental health and approaches it with a broader mindset uh, to acknowledge societal biases so that victims can effectively heal. My mission is to help people build mental resilience and lead fulfilling lives through trauma. I'm aiming to provide hope and inspire change by sharing my story of perseverance and educating people so that they can understand, cope with, and thrive after adversity. So... Let's talk about destigmatizing mental health because I'm with you there. I would like every child, by the time they're three, be able to say, I'm going to go see my therapist now, mm. mom and dad, because you just upset me or whatever the case may be. But uh, I, I think I need to go see my therapist. I, I'm mm. not feeling very well today or whatever the case may be. But it is normalized. It is normalized to the point where you will just wake up and you say, I need to go see my therapist today. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes. It is looked at in the same way as going to the gym. It is looked at in the same way as eating your breakfast. It is, it is not something that is shame-based. It is not something that needs to be diagnosable. It is just health and well-being, right? Yeah. So where do we begin where do you think as a people, where do you think as young people, we need to start? I think first accepting that multiple truths can exist at the same time, mm. right? That we can be able to have the strength and the power and all, all, all the things within us to overcome hard things, but also there are resources and avenues that can help us with it as well, mm. right? So prayer helps and therapy helps. Yes. <laughs> um, toughening it out helps and therapy helps. Yes. Right? When you recognize that it's not just all or nothing on one way or the other, I think then mm. you, op you open yourself up to this spectrum of, okay, I can try different things. I don't have to hey, I have a diet that is all lettuce. I can, I, it, I can have <laughs> some meat. I can reduce some of the things in my life that are harmful while adding some of the other things that are a little bit more beneficial. Yes. And I think recognizing that that two truths exist at the at the same time is is a huge part of it all because it, it's harmful to look at anything in black and white. I think yeah. you know, it, like nothing in our world is binary. Nothing in our world is just here and here. It, we live in the gray. Yeah. And so, yeah, I think I think that would be a huge part of it all because now it's like okay. You, you are praying and you are being strong and you are, you know, taking care of your physical body and you are doing something else that, that helps. Now, and now that so you say that, so it, is it that, you know, I'm familiar 
with the fact that there's a lot of black people who resist going to therapy. Mm -hmm. And quite frankly, I think because a lot of the times you go to therapy and it's just really fluffing up emotions, you know? Mm -hmm. And so I don't advocate for fluffing up emotions. I advocate for healing. So if you're not going into a healing space, you need to know that you're just going to fluff up emotions. And some of us need to do that at first, but it doesn't need to stay there. And there needs to be an actual healing process that is unfolding. Now, there's a lot that can happen with prayer, but I believe there's also the need to Mm co-regulate. And so co-regulation means that I'm healed. And if you come into my space with the intention to heal, because I'm healed, you'll become healed. Right. And this is just part of what science is now demonstrating that a healed healer is going to have a higher success rate and uh, his patients, her patients are going to respond much, much faster. Whereas if the person who is delivering the therapy is not healed, then there are problems that evolve because naturally what happens in a therapeutic process is I'm healed and you're healed. (laughs) And so, but there needs to be, uh, the person who's guiding it needs to be at a higher level than the individual who's coming in. So now science is demonstrating that and, and able to show that in actual research papers. But the part of it is co-regulation. If my autonomic nervous system is shot to bits, you know like and you come in front of me like you're gonna go uh, too yeah so Mm -hmm. so now but if i'm calm and in that place of peace when you come in front of me you could be like uh but then you'll you'll like you'll calm right down and go Mm -hmm. into regulated space so there's the need for co-regulation so even if i pray on my own is what i'm saying right And you can pray on your own and effectively join with Holy Spirit, who is totally co-regulated, but or healed and, and, you know, all of the other stuff. But unless you know how to do that effectively, prayer is just talking out loud, right? So as you are talking about prayer, tell me, what is it that some people will encourage you to pray, but then will they also say, don't go to therapy? Is that the part of it that is present there? I think that is a part of some of the stigma that has existed uh, that that God has presented. And this this is from a, a Christian perspective, and, and that's kind of the upbringing that I was presented. Um, and not what I subscribe to today, but I think helped it, it helped informed a lot of the ways that I thought early on was to to pray it, to pray it out, to pray through it all, and that God will give you the answers. And uh, I think, yeah, it's looked at as stigma uh, to to go out and get, um, you know, mental health treatment, um, and and often looked at as like that is crazy. You are, it's shameful, right? It's shaming. You are crazy if you have to go do these things when it's not. It's it's you are human. <laughs> you are a human with a brain, and your brain has to exercise just like like your body exercises. If it was armed in a, if you break your ankle, you go to the doctor. Like there's no question about it unless like financial, you may not, but, but you, you, you think about going to a medical professional for your physical body. And it's, it's somewhat disregarded when it comes to the mental, you know, broken bones or broken parts. Well, this is it. Right. And so 
why is it okay that if I need physical health yeah. is repaired, then it's okay for me to not just pray it out, like to like, <laughs> right. And if I need to actually deal with my mental and emotional health, mm-hmm. then I must pray it out. Like right. there's just something very bizarre about that, right? Yeah. I, and I think like that may, you know, I can I can theorize on that. Uh, but when I think about systemically, um, why why is it okay for white people to do it and it's not okay for us? How can how can they have access to the healing and I can't? And then we internalize this message and pass it on down through our generations and generations. And so I think in part of part of breaking uh, the stigma of, around it is saying, no, we were fed lies whenever that first started, when they told us that we couldn't go to therapy, we couldn't get help. That was a lie. And let's re, re- reverse that because uh, anything good in life, uh, it, it can't it, it shouldn't be. It can't be reserved for one group of people. Good should be provided for all. Exactly. Well, so our parents, our grandparents, especially the church people, you know, perseverance, endurance, you know, all of those things, um, those are sometimes going to be used against us. And, you know, we, we read, on, I read on shame and what you'll find is there's a reading on guilt and guilt is the idea of blaming, right? So the dominant, the dominant thing that's happening with guilt is destruction. So if you see a person who needs a healing, you don't go and say to them, oh, by the way, don't go and see a healer, right? But I think part of the challenge is most people won't see a therapist as a healer, right? And especially if you're oriented in uh, the religion uh, then you tend to see the pastor as a healer or, you know, whoever, but you're not going to see a therapist as a healer. And mm-hmm. that's totally how I see therapists. Therapists mm-hmm. have healings, yes. right? Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, you know, perhaps that's got to be some of the ways that we use the language a little bit different, but you're completely mm-hmm. like, why is it okay for one group to go see a therapist and yet another group is denied, right? Yeah. And we need to stop denying ourselves yeah. healing and go into all the spaces where there are healing. Now, the yes. one I will say is prayer is powerful in this. If I say to God, God, I am suffering right now. And I mm. really need you to send me somebody, send me somebody who can help me. Then you can be sure that in two weeks, in three weeks, maybe even tomorrow, I will see somebody who's going to speak a word that guides me in the direction that I should go. And if I just listen carefully enough, I will then end up in exactly the place that I should be receiving the healing that I should receive in Mm. order to then move into the place where I need to move into, right? Holistically health and well-being, right? Mm. And it sounds, by the way, that whatever prayer you said, you got quite a few of them answered. I I can't, I think I I, I look at prayer in a different way now, but affirmations my my asks of the universe yes um the energy that i put out i think they come back in tenfold and 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 being open and responsive to those things right i i can i can pray or i can i can ask um but but when it when it shows up right it's sitting there right in my face i can deny it and and we know the the metaphor you know sitting on that deserted island and god sends you a a boat he sends you a helicopter and you just deny it but they're there right and so actually receiving those benefits when they come 
Um, and then like uh, going back to just the agency of the human and all the things that that we possess being active like yeah. like I, I think when you ask yes but like I, I have the ability to, to to google right now yes someone to help me in my city yes and 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 calling that person yes and just and just continuing down that path. And so if it's a matter of, okay, yeah, I'm talking to you and it sounds absolutely fantastic, but you just said a number that I can't afford. Right. But you also said, here is a resource that you can start for completely free. Boom. Yeah. Now I'm going to do that resource. And now yeah. I'm surrounded by a whole bunch of people who are doing the same journey. And then they give me another resource. And so like it starts to build and compound on itself when you enforce your agency on it as well.